So inshallah we continue on the with the explanation of uh, the part 30 as I said of the Noble Quran and uh, uh, now we reached Surah Al-Inshiqaq the splitting asunder alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh إِذَا السَّمَاءُ انشقت When the heaven is split asunder I will put the text inshallah while I'm talking When the heaven is split asunder This is as the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Ar-Rahman verses 37 to 39 فَإِذَا وَرْدَةً فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانٍ I have to get uh, the verses, inshallah. Also put these in text. Which brother Hashim is here, who can uh, really uh, put the text right away. Alhamdulillah. Just we have to be a little bit patient. Surah Al-Rahman, chapter 55, verses 37 and 39. فَإِذَا انشَقَّتِ السَّمَاءُ فَكَانَتْ وَرْدَةً كَالدِّهَانِ Then when the heaven is rent asunder and it becomes rosy or red like red oil or red hide فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ Then which of the blessings of your Lord will you both, meaning jinn and men, deny? فَيَوْمَئِذٍ لَا يُسْأَلُ عَنْ ذَنْبِهِ إِنْسٌ وَلَا جَانِ So on that day, no question will be asked of man or jinni as to his sin. So this takes place on the day of resurrection. The splitting asunder of the heavens takes place at the day of resurrection. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَأَذِنَتْ لِرَبِّهَا وَحُقَّتْ إِذَا السَّمَاءُ انشقت وَأَذِنَتْ لِرَبِّهَا وَحُقَّتْ and listens to and obeys its Lord and it must do so وحقت, and it must do so so it listens and it obeys the order of Allah Azza wa Jal to split asunder so it will split while we know before it was what? it was سَبْعًا shidada as Allah described the heavens in Surah Al-Naba chapter 30 verse 12 when he said وَبَنَيْنَا فَوْقَكُمْ سَبْعًا شِدَادًا and we have built above you seven strong heavens these were strong as Allah says also in Surah Al-Dhariyat verses 47 وَالسَّمَاءَ بَنَيْنَاهَا بِأَيْدٍ and the heavens we built with power we did construct them we could construct the heavens with power 
So this great heavens constructed with power and described by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as strong and magnificent, it will split asunder on the day of resurrection. Allahu Akbar. وحقت, meaning, and it must do so to obey and listen because the one who ordered it is Rabbuha, is its Lord نعم, yes. Yes. And its creator, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the most magnificent Allah. So it will listen and it will obey the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who created it and initiated it and made it strong. And he is the one all able to make it split asunder. So in the very beginning of its creation it was made strong. In that, and in the very beginning of its creation, Allah refers to that by saying, ثُمَّ اسْتَوَى إِلَى السَّمَاءِ وَهِيَ دُخَانِ ثُمَّ اسْتَوَى إِلَى السَّمَاءِ وَهِيَ دُخَانِ فَقَالَ لَهَا وَلِلْأَرْضِ اِتِيَا طَوْعًا أَوْ كَرْهَا قَالَتَا أَتَيْنَا طَائِعِينَ As in Surah Fussilat, chapter 41, verse 11, then he, Allah, rose over towards the heaven when it was smoke and said to it, and to the earth come both of you willingly and unwillingly willingly and unwillingly and they both said we come willingly so son of Adam you of the human form the weak one imagine and contemplate and ponder how these magnificent Creatures listens and obeys to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This great and magnificent obedience in the very beginning of creation and as well as in the end of creation. In the beginning, Come both of you willingly and unwillingly. They both said, we come willingly. We come willingly. And in the end, when the heaven will split asunder and it will listen and it obeys its Lord and it must do so so when he said Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala emphasizing its listening and obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then he subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the next verse وَإِذَا الْأَرْضُ مُدَّتْ and when the earth is stretched forth, and when the earth is stretched forth, this earth that we live on, now it's not stretched. It is spherical in form. Although its northern and southern sides are a little bit open, a little bit stretched, so overall it is spherical. Secondly, it contains, even though in this form of spherical form, it contains ta'arruj, elevations, and also it contains low places and, and uh, awdiya, valleys, as well as plains, sands, 
So it's not all at one level. But on the day of resurrection, وَإِذَا الْأَرْضُ مُدَّتْ On that day it will be stretched. Just like one stretches a mat or stretches a skin. It will be stretched in such a way that even those upon it, the creatures, as in the hadith, the announcer will make them all hear his voice. وَيَنْفَذُهُمُ الْبَصَرُ And the watcher will be able to see all of them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in this hadith, يجمع الله تعالى يوم القيامة الأولين والآخرين في صعيد واحد فيسمعهم الداعي وينفذهم البصر Allah will gather all the human beings of early generations as well as the late generations on one plane on one plane so that the announcer will make them all hear his voice and the watcher will be able to see all of them. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَأَلْقَتْ مَا فِيهَا وَتَخَلَّتْ وَأَلْقَتْ مَا فِيهَا وَتَخَلَّتْ And has cast out all that was in it and became empty, and became empty. Meaning it will cast out the corpses of the children of Adam they will be casted out on the day of resurrection they will be casted all of these corpses will leave their graves as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had created them in the very, in the very beginning from there as they have come from their mother wombs they will come now from the earth. So, son of Adam, as you came from the womb of your mother, barefooted, naked, uncircumcised, uncircumcised, except very few who may be born circumcised, only very few. Most of people will be born or born are born uncircumcised and such they will be casted out from the bed of the earth on the day of resurrection barefooted no shoes on naked no clothing no clothing uncircumcised and when the Prophet ﷺ spoke to Aisha about that she said Ya Rasulullah, ar-rijalu wa nisa'u jami'a, men and women like this, all of them will come like that, yanzuru ba'dhum ila ba'd, they will look at each other, he said, Ya Aisha, al-amru ashad min an yanzuru ba'dhum ila ba'd, the situation will be too hard for them to pay attention to each other. Al-amru shadeed then, the matter is hard. Each person each person will only care for himself 
لكل امرئ منهم يوم اذ شئن يغنيه as in surah abasa verse 37 allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says every man that day will have enough to make him careless of others everyone will be occupied with with this state of resurrection to the degree that they will have enough to make him careless of others so if man only just contemplates and ponders about that time then he will tremble and will be frightened will go into a state of fear but if he is an intelligible believer sane believer then he will work for that day then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says ya ayyuhal insanu innaka kadihun ila rabbika kadhan famulaqi O man verily you are returning towards your Lord with your deeds and actions good or bad a sure returning and you will meet meaning you will meet we return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and there we will encounter the results of our deeds which we did Al-Kadih is the one who works hard to achieve a certain goal or reach a certain aim and when Allah says إِلَى رَبِّكَ O you man you are returning and working hard in order to return إِلَى رَبِّكَ meaning your work will lead you to your Lord means the ultimate end you will go and you will end to face the consequences of your deeds so you will return surely and assuredly to your Lord Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because we will die we will die and when we will die we will return to Allah the most magnificent, the most merciful so no matter what we do we are going to end to that state as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in another verse in Surah Al-Najm which is Surah 53 verse 42 وَأَنَّ إِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ الْمُنْتَهَىٰ وَأَنَّ إِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ الْمُنْتَهَىٰ And that to your Lord is the end Alaykum as-salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh And that to your Lord is the end meaning the return of everything That's why he said كَادِحٌ إِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ كَدْحًا You're working and working hard to return to your Lord and assuredly alaykum salam even the disobedient one is acting and will return to that, go, to that end why? because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as he stated in surah al-ghashiyah inna ilayna iyabahum thumma inna alayna hisabahum verily to us will be their return then verily for us will be their reckoning so all the obedient and the disobedient ones they will return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala لَكِنَّ الْفَرْقِ however the difference between the obedient and the disobedient is that the obedient one acts 
or does the deeds that are pleasing to Allah. And he will attain through these deeds the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of resurrection. While the disobedient one will act the deeds that bring the wrath of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even though he will return, despite of that, he will return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because Allah says, Ya ayyuhal insan, O man, and this covers both the obedient and the disobedient, the believer and the disbeliever. And that this return is really very, very near. One shouldn't think that this is too far. Allah says, إِنَّمَا تُعَادُونَ لَآتِ as in Surah Al-An'am, chapter 6, verse 134, Surely that which you are promised will verily come to pass. La'at. And as we know, Kullu atin qareeb. Kullu atin qareeb. And everything that will come, it will be close. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states about the hour, in Surah Al-Shura, chapter 42, verse 17, وَمَا يُدْرِيكَ What can and what can make you know that perhaps the hour is close at hand? And if you want, if you wish to know that the meeting with the Lord Allah Azza wa Jal is near, then look at what has expired from your lifespan now. Had it been hundred years, it would be felt as if only one hour. All that has expired from our lifespan is just like an hour. And thus, therefore, it is close. And then when man dies, then the barzakh life, the burial life between this life of this world and the hereafter, is also close. Just like a moment. And if a man, as we know, if he goes to sleep, a quiet sleep, and let's say he slept 24 hours. And then he awakes. He would estimate that to be almost one minute. Although he had slept 24 hours. And if this is the case with the departure of our soul, the temporal departure of our soul in this life, it time passes as quickly as this, then what about when the soul departs the body, the body and being busy either with bliss or with fire of hell? Then the years will pass as if it is nothing. It is because the duration of time in our awakeness is not like the duration of time like in our sleep a person who is awake from the time of when the time of sunset of sunrise until the time 
of sunset feels that the time is long feels that the duration is long yet if he was asleep during all this time from sunrise till sunset he would feel as if it is nothing and look at the man whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made him die hundred years then he resurrected him as in Surah Al-Baqarah chapter 2 verse 259 we'll go to that verse inshallah and we'll read it in its complete uh, in its entirety أو كالذي مر على قرية وهي خاوية على عروشها قال أن يحيي هذه الله بعد موتها or like the one who passed by a town and it had tumbled over its roofs he said oh how will Allah ever bring it to life after its death فأماته الله مئة عام ثم بعثه so Allah caused him to die for a hundred years then raised him up again قال كم لبثت he said, how long did you remain dead? قال لبثت يوما أو بعض يوم He the man said, perhaps I remained dead a day or part of a day. قال بل لبثت مئة عام قال بل لبثت مئة عام He said, no, you have remained dead for hundred years. فانظر إلى طعامك وشرابك لم يتسنه فانظر إلى طعامك وشرابك لم يتسنه Look at your food and your drink Then show, they show no change وانظر إلى حمارك ولنجعلك آية للناس And look at your donkey And we have made you of you or made of you a sign for the people وانظر إلى العظام كيف ننشزها And look at the bones how we bring them together and clothe them with flesh ثُمَّ نَكْسُوهَا لَحْمًا We bring them together and then clothe them with flesh فَلَمَّا تَبَيَّنَ لَهُ قَالَ أَعْلَمُ أَنَّ اللَّهَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٍ When this was clearly shown to him, he said, I know now that Allah is able to do all things. So with this case, the person whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had caused him to die for hundred years, I only stayed, perhaps I remained dead a day or part of a day. Also, examine and think and contemplate about the people of the Kahf, the people of the cave, the youth. They stayed in their cave 309 years. 309 years. And when they were asked, how long did you stay? They said, لَبِثْنَا يَوْمًا أَوْ بَعْضَ يَوْمًا Perhaps it was one day or part of a day. And man may wonder and, and ponder how, you know, all of these years pass on these dead so quickly. Yes. It lasted as if it was only one one minute. This is because the status of man after the soul departs his body. 
whether this departure is complete, meaning in time of death, or partial at times of sleep, as we know. is different from his status when the soul is attached to the body. And when the soul is attached to the body, the man man would is in, in a state of uh, busyness that would make him feel that time duration is long. However, a time of sleep the duration will be diminished and at in the time of death more and more and therefore there should be no problem regarding the understanding of this matter there is no problem at all on it, in it so no matter how long the stay of the people in the graves it is really short that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says فَمُلَاقِي and the fa in the Arabic here indicates that the outcome is short then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes and tells us of the types of people when they meet Allah and that he classified them into two types. That's why he said, فَأَمَّا مَنْ أُوْتِيَ كِتَابَهُ بِيَمِينِهِ Then as for him who will be given his record in his right hand. So this is one group of people those who would take the records in their right hand and the others will take the records it will be given behind their backs as for those who will be given the record in their right hands then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described them as فَسَوْفَ يُحَاسَبُ حِسَابًا يَسِيرًا فَأَمَّا مَنْ أُوْتِيَ كِتَابَهُ بِيَمِينِهِ فَسَوْفَ يُحَاسَبُ حِسَابًا يَسِيرًا He surely will receive an easy reckoning. So when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informed us that man is working hard to reach Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that he will return assuredly to him as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in many verses in the Quran take for example Surah Hud chapter 11 verse 123 Subhanallah and to Allah belongs the unseen of the heavens and the earth and to him will return all affairs then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us about the reckoning the easy reckoning of those who will be given their records in their right hands. So Allah will remind them of their actions, an easy reckoning, 
no difficulty as affirmed in the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu when the Prophet says in the hadith reported in, in Al-Bukhari Allah will bring a believer near to him in Allah Allah will bring a believer near to him and shelter him with his screen and ask him فيقول عملت كذا وعملت كذا Did you commit such and such sins? فيقر بذلك ولا ينكر He will say yes my lord He will confess all of his sins And will think he is ruined He will think he is ruined فيقول الله عز وجل قد سطرتها عليك في الدنيا وأنا أغفرها لك اليوم اللهم لك الحمد I did screen you your sins in the world and I forgive them for you today الله أكبر There is no doubt that this reckoning is easy and in it the manifestation of the favors of Allah is evident upon his slave and the joy of the slave would be evident and the glad tidings will show and the one who is doing that to him is Allah as Allah states in Surah Al-Ghashiyah to us is their return and then to us is their reckoning so what happens then after that after that فسوف يحاسب حسابا يسيرا وينقلب إلى أهله مسرورا and he will return to his family in joy so he will return after finishing this reckoning this easy reckoning to his family in paradise مسرورا in joy أي مسرور القلب his heart is in pleasure in joy and the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم informed us that أول زمرة تدخل الجنة على صورة القمر that the first group of people who will enter paradise will be glittering like the moon on a full moon night as reported in Sahih al-Bukhari then the people will be at different levels in paradise why their faces will be glittering? because of the joy of the heart as to the other tribe as to the other group but whosoever is given his record behind his back those are the wicked we seek refuge in Allah from that they will be given their books he will be given his book behind his back not from not in his right hand in another verse in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَأَمَّا مَنْ أُوْتِيَ كِتَابَهُ بِشِمَالِ As the one who will be given his book with his left, in his left hand. The Shaykh, rahimahullah, Shaykh Muhammad bin Salih al-Uthaymiyyah, rahimahullah, in this explanation of Surah Al-Inshiqaq, he said that concerning those people, who will not be given their records in their right hand uh, 
those are of two types. They are two types. Those who will be given in the left, and those who will be given their record behind their backs. And he said that the closest understanding would be, and Allah knows best, that he will be given the book in the left, ولكن تلوى يده حتى تكون من وراء ظهره that his hand will be bent so that it will become to the back of his behind his back and this is this is he said إشارة إلى أنه نبذ كتاب الله وراء ظهره and this is an indication that he abandoned and ignored the book of Allah and made it behind his back so he'll be taken by the left he will be given by the left then his hand will be bent to the back indicating that he didn't honor the book of Allah and he abandoned it and that he found no harm in opposing it and what will happen to him (coughs) what will happen to him فَسَوْفَ يَدْعُوْ ثُبُورًا He will invoke for his own destruction on that day. وَلَيَّادُ بِاللَّهِ He will invoke for his own destruction. Uttering words of regret and sorrow of no veil. وَلَيْكُمْ السَّلَامُ وَرَحْمَةُ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى وَبَرَكَاتُهُ Because the time of action is over. The time of action is in this life. But in the hereafter, there is no action and only reckoning. And he shall enter a blazing fire and be made to taste its burning. A blazing fire. And he will be residing there forever. Because he is a kafir. إنه كان في أهله مسرورا. He was in this life amongst his people, his family, مسرورا in joy. But that was followed by regret and sorrow, continuous one, non-stopping. On the day of resurrection. And try to link the sayings of Allah سبحانه وتعالى concerning the first group of people who will be given there. Books in their right hands, وَيَنْقَلِبُ إِلَىٰ أَهْلِهِ مَسْرُورًا That they will, or he, the individual of them, will return to his family in joy. And as for this one, كَانَ فِي أَهْلِهِ كَانَ كَانَ فِي أَهْلِهِ مَسْرُورًا He was among his people in joy. He was. And you will find two differences clearly between these types of joy. The joy of the first one is continuous, non-stopping. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from them. While the joy of the other one is vanishing. Kana, kana, it was. But now, there is no joy. Innahu dhanna an layyahur. Verily he thought that he would never come back to us. That he would never come back to Allah after death. And that's why they used to belie the resurrection and they used to say لا بعث no resurrection whatsoever 
And they used to say, "May yuhyi al-'idama wa hiya ramim." Who is the one who will bring life to the crumbled bones? Innahu dhanna an la yahur. He thought that he would never come back to us. قال تعالى in response, "Bala, bala." إِنَّ رَبَّهُ كَانَ بِهِ بَصِيرًا Yes, indeed, his Lord has been ever beholding him. Meaning that he will return assuredly to Allah Azza wa Jal, who he is, subhanahu wa ta'ala, been ever beholding, was all acquainted with everything, and he will be accordingly given the recompense as necessitated by the wisdom of Allah as well as by His justice. We will stop at this part and we will continue inshallah the second part of the surah on another day inshallah ta'ala. Wa sallallahu ala muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. From the benefits of this surah is that number one the horrors of the day of resurrection, the splitting asunder of the heavens, the stretching of the earth, the casting of the dead from their graves, the obedience of creation willingly or unwillingly to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that man is always in toil, working hard, and that he will eventually return to Allah. His return will be to Allah, and that he will be held responsible, and his recompense will be all just, all in necessitated as necessitated by the wisdom of Allah and His justice. As for those whose hard work was righteous and sincere for Allah, the glad tidings and the joy, the endless of these are awaiting them. As to the other type of people, the justice of Allah will be dealt with them, they will be dealt with according to the justice of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Also from the benefits here, we know that the believer will be his reckoning will be easy and the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon him is that Allah shields him screens his sins in this world and forgives him on the day of resurrection and this drives man to especially the believers we're talking about in this respect that they have a great opinion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala It tells us also from the benefits of this surah that those who had abandoned Allah and His book will be also abandoned on the day of resurrection. And they will regret when there is no benefit in that regret. 
and from the benefits we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all acquainted with the affairs of his creation these are just few of the benefits in these verses that we came across I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make it a benefit for me and for all of you walhamdulillah rabbil alameen wa sallallahu ala muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam